one of my uh, instructors at Bible school at Rama. His name was Brother Keith Moore. And he did a teaching on clear to hear. Well, what's clear to hear? It means it's hard to hear something new from the Holy Ghost when you didn't do the last thing he told you to do. So you know what I did? I went and made a list of all the things I know the Lord told me to do and I hadn't done yet. Like give somebody a pair of my shoes. I love to give shoes, handbags, purses, jewelry. Amen. Well, good morning. Good morning. Jesus is Lord. So I see some new faces. I was waiting for you all weekend. Who wasn't here? Today's your first time. First time meeting me. First time to the church. Wave at me. Anybody? Welcome. Welcome, sis. Welcome. Glory to God. Hey, welcome. So glad you're here this morning. Welcome. Jesus is Lord. I am a visiting guest minister. And uh, Pastor Nick and Misty are the pastors. And you can tell they do a lot of more of those uh, praise the pounds away sessions than I have done. But if you keep coming, you'll look like them. So I'm going to tell you like I told everybody else, you like me. You like me because I like you. You like me. I like you. And we're going to have fun this morning. And if I say something that pertains specifically to you. And maybe you've been here more than once than this morning. And you think, I know the pastor told her that. No, the Holy Ghost, he's got your number. He done told on you. <laughs> Amen? 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 Smile at me. Yeah. Let me see your pearly whites. So all weekend, I've had an assignment to... Preach, teach, I don't know. I, I preach and teach by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. You know, I do prepare. I, I put my scriptures together in what order I believe the Holy Spirit. But a lot of times it gets changed up. And um, God has something special. God has something specific for you today. And if you miss the other sessions, go back to a Pure Church um, YouTube channel and watch them. And I want to exhort you, go back and watch these services again and again and again and again. Because repetition brings revelation. And then what happens, you never put on a song and all of a sudden you go back to the sixth grade. What happens is when you put on a song or a service or certain things, it takes you back to that place. And some of you have only been to these places, these rooms and realms in the spirit where we've been this weekend with us in a service. And so what will happen as you listen, as you watch, as you participate in the service again, you'll learn how to get there by yourself. But, you know, the first time you go somewhere, you get on the bus. You might not know where you're going, but the driver does. And Pastor Nick, he knows where he's going. And if God brought you to this church, <laughs> God has a destination in mind for you. But you got to get on the bus and you got to stay on the bus. 
You know, my spiritual father, his spiritual father was a, a, a great man of God who's gone on to be to heaven, in heaven. His name is John Osteen. You may have heard of his son, Joel Osteen. But John Osteen was a church planter and a missionary. His main call for missions was India. He loved India. He loved missions. And he was a pastor to pastors. And my spiritual dad called him one time. He believed God. He planted a church, started a church, and said, how do I get people to come? He said, you pray and you evangelize. Well, people started coming. Then some of the people that came started giving him problems. He goes, uh, how do I fix this? He goes, oh, sometimes the same people you pray in, you got to pray them out. <laughs> Don't let that be you. So then he called one day and he goes, Pastor, what do I do? The people that I love that have been so, now they're leaving me. What do I do? He goes, oh, Mark, don't you know that pastoring a church is a lot like driving a bus? People get on and people get off. You just keep driving the bus. But he's going to keep driving the bus, but I'm going to exhort you stay on the bus. Don't get off where you're not supposed to. Come on, there's parts of South Africa you don't want to stay off of the bus. But see, he knows those places better than you do. No, 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 get, get off of here. Don't talk to him. Don't date him. Don't marry him. It's not him trying to control you. He's trying to save you from a life of hell. Looking at everybody. Show me your teeth again. It's dark back there. I can't see everybody. <laughs> so go back and watch these services again. Because pastor is going to keep driving the bus. And I'm going home with James Bond for Jesus today. <laughs> so I'm not going to be here. But the next time they do have me back, I want to see you. Amen? Amen. So open your Bibles with me. Say, I love my Bible. Say, my Bible is God. This is God. This is God right here. Because God's word and God agree because they're one. Jesus is the word of God made flesh. And if you want to get to know about Jesus, get in the word. Get in the Bible. This isn't a natural book. Mine's a little tore up. It's been to a lot of nations. I always say if your Bible's falling apart, your life probably isn't. Say, my Bible is God. It is God. It is God. The Bible is God talking to you. I need a word from God. Who do I marry? There must be some single girl in here today who's like on the edge. I know I've been there. I've only been married for two years. You know, there's no book of Melissa. Book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Everybody got their name in there. I didn't get mine. Where's my husband? 
Where's my husband? Well, you know what? Even though there's no book named Melissa, there is a scripture that says, don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. That applied to me. That applies to that applies to you, sweetie. Applies to you. If you think I'm talking to you, it's because I am. So open your Bible. Say it again. Say, I love my Bible. My Bible is God speaking to me. So we're having a faith conference because faith speaks. You know, after you get born again, the next thing that should happen to you is you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit, baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Because God wants your mouth. He wants your tongue. He wants your tongue. Your tongue is the rudder of, it's the steering wheel of your life. And your life will never go where your words have not been. I'm sure you talked about going to church before you got here today. All right, come on, get up. We're going. We're going to go. No, we're really going. I know last night I was tired, but we're going. Come on, get up, get up, get up. We're going, we're going. You talk yourself into it. And you talk yourself out of stuff a lot. But I'm here today to teach you how to keep what God's given you and to be a professional believer and speaker. Because if your believer isn't hooked up to your speaker, if your mouth isn't speaking what God said, your mountain doesn't go into the sea. It just gets bigger. I'm sick. My back. My kids. The economy that. Whatever you're whining and complaining about, have you prayed about it? And if you prayed about it, keep your mouth in line with what you've prayed. So we're going to go to uh, Matthew. No. Mm. Let's go to Mark. Mark, can you all guess where we're going? Yeah. Mark 11. Mark chapter 11. Matthew, Mark. I love it. I hear turning of pages. That's good. I, I, I use my device. I've got multiple. I take them everywhere I go. But you know what? I'm never going to get interrupted by a dirty text message or bad news in here. You know, if you look at my Bible, I, I, this is important. You know, I have things written in there. A lot of times my Bible just falls open to certain places because I spend time with it. And if you get acquainted with God's word, God's word gets acquainted with you. Jesus had to find himself in the scriptures. If you want to find out who you are, get in the word. Jesus said, it was written of me in the volume of the book. If Jesus, the son of God and the son of man and the savior of the world had to find out his destiny, his assignment, his calling and his purpose from the word of God, you're not going to get it any other way except the way that he got it because he is our example. You know, if you've ever had a big brother or a big sister, when you're growing up, you want to be just like them. Jesus is your big brother. He's your example. Amen. So Mark 11, Mark 11, Mark 11. 
21, 22, 23, and 24. Faith speaks. Faith speaks. You know, when you get born again, you're supposed to live a life of confession. You live by faith. You walk by faith. Not by grace. You get saved by grace through faith. You can't activate the grace unless you activate the faith. Your faith has to appropriate the grace, the gifts, the free favors of God. How do you take what God did for you? How do you take your salvation, your redemption, your freedom from hell, sickness, sin, disease? Believing in your heart? I believe, I believe, I believe. Oh, what? Yeah, I believe. You know, a lot of Americans believe that Jesus is the son of God. They used to more about 25 years ago when I was younger. But you know, a lot of people believe, which is called mental assent, but they never complete the transaction. Say, complete the transaction. transaction. By what? If you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus is the son of God, you what? You're going to be saved. But if you never make the confession, you don't partake of the provision. If you never make the confession, you never partake of the provision. That's why when you tithe and when you give offerings and you sow your seed, you need to release your faith and you need to say some things. When my husband and I, we took that phone, we didn't give on the, um, we did, and we, we hit give and we released our faith and I began to say something. You know, I'm going to reference a man named Kenneth E. Hagan. I, I was assigned from God to go to his Bible school. It's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And um, he had a divine visitation from Jesus Christ. And you know what? That's not weird, kooky, or spooky. A lot of people in the New Testament had appearances of Jesus. Paul did. John did. Captain Jack had one. He said he raised his hand. I see him. Tomas. They all were, there's a lot of people that had different visions of Jesus. But Brother Hagen, Kenneth e. Hagen, he had a vision of Jesus. And in uh, one of these visions, Jesus appeared to him and talked to him. And he said, don't pray about money the way you've been praying about it anymore. He said, because you're not getting the answer, because you're not doing it the way I said, do it. Because, you know, he had been talking to the Lord because he was a pastor for 12 years. He left the pastorate and started traveling to neutral venues is what God told him to do. You know, and when he was a pastor, he had, uh, they paid for a place for him to live. He had a consistent pay uh, every week and in income. But, you know, when he went out into the road ministry, he's got to believe God. And he said, Lord, you said in your word, if I'm willing and obedient, I'll eat the good of the land. I've been obedient, and I'm not eating the good of the land. My kids are not adequately clothed. Our house isn't great. They had to move out of the parsonage from the church. Quiet, crickets, nothing. He said it again to the Lord. You know, Lord, the Bible says 
If I'm willing and obedient, I'll eat the good of the land. My kids are not equal. I did what you told me to do. I left the, I left the, the pastorate. I'm traveling in the ministry. Da 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 da. And I, I still don't have enough. And the Lord said, "Cause you don't qualify." He said, no, 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 Lord, your word says, if I'm willing and obedient, I'll eat the good of the land. And I've been obedient. I did what you said for me to do. And he said, you're right, but you don't qualify. He said, you've been obedient, but you weren't really willing. Takes both. Willing and obedience. Willingness is, is a condition of your heart. A lot of times you sow, you give, you tithe with a bad attitude and you don't know why you're not getting the harvest that the word of God promises you. This is faith for healing right here. Get your bank account healed. Get your checkbook healed. Get, come on. The Bible says bring all the tithe into the storehouse. At the end of the service, I'm going to receive a love offering for my ministry. Do not put your tithe in my offering. I'm not your pastor. Your tithe comes to the local storehouse where you're getting fed bread from God. The place where the Lord names. That's where your tithe is supposed to go. And your offerings. Now you can give an extra offering to me over and above. I said the other night, don't, don't tell your wife, I love you, baby, I love our kids, but you take all your money and send it to the lady who lives next door. Don't work. So if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. So Jesus said to him, you've been praying wrong. Well, he got willing. It was a condition of the heart. He said, I got willing real quick. And then he said, Jesus said, you're praying wrong about your finances. Say money. money. You know, money is your servant. You're not the servant to money. Amen. That's God's will. That money is your servant. So he said, you're not praying about money the right way. That's why you're not getting the right results. Hey, if I'm going to do something, I want results. If I'm going to go to the gym, come on. If I'm going to starve myself, I better get some results. Or I'll be back on the sofa. Come on. I want to help you get results. So he said to him, stop praying about money the way you have been. You keep praying to me, asking me me for money he said but I don't print money in heaven if I did I'd be a counterfeiter what you need is not in heaven it's already in the earth it's just in the wrong hands he said so what you do and somebody needs to write this down this is like one two three what you do is number one you claim the amount that you need you need $10, you need $20, you need $10,000, you need $10 million. It's the same faith. Number one, claim the amount that you need. Number two, bind the devil and tell him to take his hands off of your money. Write that down, write that down, write that down. 
Bind the devil and tell him to take his hands off of your money. You know, mammon is a spirit. The Bible says you can't serve God and mammon. And the devil doesn't want to let go of that money because he wants to use it to expand his kingdom. But we're not having it that way. So he said, number one, claim the amount that you need. Number two, bind the devil and tell him to take his hands off of your finances. And if you haven't figured it out yet, there's a real live living devil. Just turn the news on. You used to not see a bunch of Americans filled with demons. They all used to medicate our demons here. Now they're on full, full display. It's like going to Africa. There's a real live living devil. But if you're born again and you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you have dominion and power over all devils. And you just take your authority and say, devil, take your hands off of my money in Jesus' name. And then he said, then command the ministering spirits to go get your money and bring it to you now. Somebody needs to write that down. Y'all acting cute? Come on, I know you need some money. Keep those lights on. Keep that cell phone going. You don't want to miss any of those updates on Instagram. Number one, claim what you need. Number two, bind the devil, tell him to take his hands off of your money. And number three, commission the ministering spirits to go get your money and bring it to you now. And then he said, rejoice. Remember when I said to you by the Holy Ghost, you got to dance the money in, brother, sitting on the front row right here in the plaid shirt. You got to rejoice and dance the money in. So Brother Hagin, after he sowed his seed, he was willing and obedient. He claimed the amount that he needed. Number two, he bound the devil and told him to take his hands off of his money and his finances. And number three, he commissioned the ministering spirits to go get his money and bring it to him now. And then after that, he would just rejoice and dance the money in. You know, rejoice means to jump up and spin around. Did y'all see me jump up a couple of times a day and spin around? I was rejoicing. You know, after we sowed our seed, my husband and I grabbed hands and we started dancing and rejoicing. Anybody can shout when the walls are down. That's not faith. Anybody can shout. Faith rejoices when the walls are still standing. If you want to jump up and dance and shout at any point, you, you, you can go ahead. I'm louder than you. You won't make me nervous at all. Amen? Amen. 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 Mark 11, 21, 22, 23, 24 says, have faith in God. If you start at verse 22. No, yeah, that's right. Verse 22. In my Bible, the King James, it says this, and Jesus answering. Now, I said that probably for the benefit of one person who said, I want all the Brother Hagen stories. But y'all all got that information. That's how you're going to get your money. That was an answer for somebody. That's an answer. But Jesus is answering you. What's he say? He says, have faith in God. Don't have misplaced faith. Misplaced faith is faith in your job, faith in your, faith in your checkbook, faith in your cute personality, or the kind of car you drive, or your address. That means 
as Brother Hagin used to say, that's bunk to God. Means nothing. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. How do I know if I really have faith in God? Or do I have what is called mental assent? I say I believe something, but I don't really. I, I... Come on. You don't want fake faith. You don't want to pretend Prada bag. You want the real deal. Hmm. Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, God's talking to you right now. What's he saying? That whosoever shall say unto this mountain. If you've got a mountain of debt and you don't know how to get out of debt, you've got yourself so in the hole, you don't know how you're going to get out, speak to it. Speak to the mountain of debt. Say, be thou removed, be dissolved, be paid for. Well, that's kind of dumb. That don't make no sense. Well, so is watching Netflix for six hours, but you do it anyway. Take 10 minutes and get all your bills together. Put them on a pile. Put your hand on it and say, you mountain of debt. Be removed. Be paid for. I claim $36,000.22 to come to me to pay every debt in Jesus' name. You know, my job, I only make 30000 a year plus my house payment. So if I did that, that's going to take me uh, probably after the rapture. <laughs> and that's what I was kind of counting in on anyway. That's why I ran them all up. <laughs> I told a testimony last night. Um, um, at my church, my pastor, they have testimony. Say Testimony. The Bible says in the book of Revelation that you overcome. Say overcome. overcome. Say I'm an overcomer. I'm an that means I come up over. Come on. You overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. So they always got testimonies so that everybody doesn't think it just only works for the pastor. You're going to have a testimony after this week. Not just one. Many, 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 many. Many, 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 many. Hey, hey, my God is good. Oh, hey, my God is good. Oh, hey, my God is good. Oh, everywhere I look. Come on, come on, go on. Well, how does it go? How does it go? Everything what? Everything going double, double, oh. Double it. I know some people have been doubling it. Hallelujah. You know, you can provoke the hand of God in your life. I'll see y'all don't know about that. Yeah, I'm going to show you how to do it. You overcome by the blood of the lamb and your word or your testimony. So a young lady who is a single, she has two sons and she was a drug addict. She tells it herself, I'm not trying to be ugly. She was a drug addict. I think she said she also used to be a prostitute. Let's just make it plain. 
that there's accounts of a prostitute in the New Testament. Rahab. Okay. But anyway, she got radically born again on fire for God, and she's a crazy soul winner. Say soul winner. You know, the Bible says he who wins souls is wise. Lord, I need wisdom. What do I do? Uh, meet up with pastor on Saturday and get out on the streets and soul win. You know, if you'll get addicted to soul winning and giving, God will support your habit. You need to get you a new addiction. That's what your problem is anyway. You got too much free time dipping and dapping in that stuff. If you just show up. If you're doing the right things, you don't have time for the wrong things. If I'm filling up with salads and proteins, I don't have room for cookies and ho-hos. So you're going to, God wants to fill your life. That book of Ephesians says, it says he fills everything everywhere to the full with himself. Not hookers and ho-hos. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> if it's your first time here, come back. Don't get offended at me. Get offended at somebody else. My husband got her testimony. You have a bunch of those that people can read them later. Just keep them over there. They can come to you and get them. Thank you, my husband. But she tells her testimony. Well, you know what else happened to her? She's plugged in at the church. She works at the ministry. Now, I don't know what her salary is, but my guess is it's probably under $100,000 a year. Maybe even half of that. I don't know. None of my business. None of yours either. But she was believing God for a house. Say a house. If you want a house, you ain't got one, you need one in a new place. Want a new house? You want multiple houses, lands, and real estate? You need to watch last night's service. But she was believing God for a house. Say a house. Say money. Say big money. Say money's moving. Money's shaking. Strongholds are breaking. You know, God wants you to be a landowner. Land matters. Guess what they're fighting over in the Middle East? Land. Wake up. Because devils are territorial. And if you take land out of the kingdom of darkness and put it in the kingdom of God. But you know what? You don't always have to have money, pastor, to buy. The Bible says in Isaiah, it says, come without money and buy. So with this sister... Two kids, no husband in the natural, but Jesus is a good husband. My husband's awesome, but I had 45 years just me and JC, and he took good care of me. <laughs> Sister Cillian, she's like, well, true dad. So she got up to testify that somebody, say somebody... Gave her $600,000 to go buy a new house. <laughs> Honey, come help me down. You don't have to figure it out with your head. You can't figure it out 
You can't reason it out. You can't reason it out in your head. It's not natural. It's supernatural. I'm so touched that you're, you have tears. Give me tears. I love it. That's how I know we bonded. What were we talking about? <laughs> Everything is double, double, low. Don't get one house, get two. Yeah. Double, double, double. A double breakout. It says you shall spread abroad to the right and to the left. Your offspring shall possess the nations and cause the desolate cities to be inhabited. That means you're More schools, more buildings. Hallelujah. Come, money. Come now, money. I hear the flap, flap, flapping of the raven's wings. Bring the silver and gold and everything. I know not everybody wants, goes to my chirpers, that's okay. Come, money. Come now, money. I hear the flap, flap, flapping of the raven's wings, bringing the silver and gold and everything. You know that girl couldn't work long enough to get a $600,000 house? The blessing of the Lord makes rich and adds no painful nor sorrowful toil with it. Why are you talking about money? I thought you were going to talk about healing. Because some of you spent all your money at the doctor and now you need some money. It's like that. You want a new weave? It's going to cost some money. You want those extra long nails with a sparkle diamond? Those are extra. You didn't know I was like that. I'm like that. Y'all, y'all relax a little bit. Some of y'all, it's your first time all weekend. And I just look too clean, you know, cut little white girl. I know what's up. <laughs> Don't forget I told you you like me. Because I like you. I like you. God likes you. He loves you so much, he tells you the truth. Amen? Amen. So Mark 11, 21, 22, 23 says, have faith in God. When you have faith in God and you believe something, it's going to make you say something. Don't tell me you believe, but you're not speaking. How do I know if I'm in faith? Check up on what you're saying. Check up on what you and your wife are talking about in the bed at night. Because that's agreement too, not just when you go, let's pray. (laughs) 
Say, come money. Come now money. I hear the flap, flap, flapping of the raven's wings, bringing the silver and gold and everything. You know, singing is saying, that's why you can't listen to secular demonic music because you're calling those things into your life. Busted. Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you that whatsoever. No, actually, it says whosoever. Say, I'm a whosoever. Shall say. It doesn't even say whosoever shall pray. It says whosoever shall say. Singing is saying. Watch the music that you're playing, that you're singing to, that you're cleaning your house to. If you needed some money, I'd put that song, that, or get out of debt, I'd put that song, The Pastor Got By The Spirit. Is that available somewhere? I'd be playing that all the T-I-M-E time. Come on, we, we, we did put that, somebody did pastor's song like that. Somebody needs to do your song like that. It says, whosoever shall say, what are you saying? You have to say unto the mountain. Well, you know, the problem's so big. The cancer got bigger. The tumor's growing, the doctor said. Well, the Bible says you have what you say, not what the doctors say. So quit coming in agreement with the devil. Don't agree with the devil about your children. They're just so rebellious. They don't want to come to church. Why don't you do them like my mom did here, me, here with me? She said, you going to live here? You're going to go to church. You want a drug problem? I'm going to drag you to church. Your house, your rules. Just like here. God's house, his rules. Well, my husband's not like your husband. If your husband's not known in the city gates, it's your fault, honey. The Bible says in Proverbs 31 that it says her husband is known in the gates of the city. Why don't you get up early and brush your teeth and get you a scripture and work it? Make breakfast. Thank you, Lord, that my husband is a man of God. He's a disciple of Christ. Thank you that my husband doesn't, uh, he, he, he doesn't go to the wicked places. He's in the house of God. He has a hunger for the things of God. My husband's a mighty man of God. He wakes up, you go, good morning, boo. Hey, boo, I miss you. You know, if you speak to the king, that's what you get. You speak to the fool, you get the fool. I need faith for healing. We need to get your marriage healed. You got so much strife in your marriage, you, you can't get any of your prayers answered. You know, strife will hinder your prayer life. And men got to 
really watch it. It's not just the ladies. Get the strive out of your life. Say, get the strive, get the strive. Out, of out of your life. I've been praying. I've been saying it's not working because you're strifey. Some of you are strifey with yourself. My hair, I can't ever get this. Quit that. If you don't have some good positive confessions to make over yourself, ladies, get my books. Get those scriptures. And get in the mirror and say, I am exceedingly beautiful. I am prospering into a royal estate. My beauty is perfect because it's from the Lord. You don't need another plastic surgery. You just need a revelation of who you are in him. In him I live. In him I move. In him I have my being. In him I live. In him I move. In him I have my being. In him I live. My life is hid in him. In him I move. In him I have my being. If people criticize and reject me, they can't reject me. I can't be rejected. I've already been loved. David, you can't be rejected because your father, you've been refathered. Your father loves you. He approves of you. Say, my best days are now. You know, I wish I knew this when I was younger. Faith is now. Salvation is now. Today's the day of salvation. You got to speak to your mountains. Say, be removed. Be cast into the sea. And don't doubt in your heart. You know what? That's the problem. I think I'm doubting in my heart. Do you know it says, say, saith three times. It only says doubt once. So when Jesus appeared to Brother Hagin another time, he said in these passages of scriptures, he said Christians got it all wrong. They focus more on the believing and the doubt in their heart than they do the saying. He said you're going to have to put three times as much emphasis on the saying part. Because you can school yourself into faith. You know who my new favorite preacher is? Me. Your favorite preacher needs to be you. Because you got to listen to you. Now that we went on TV, they send me an edit. I got to watch it. I'm listening to my own preaching. I'm like, dang, I need to get my life together. Melissa, what are you doing? Get your mouth. I told my husband, I said, honey, if I'm ever cranky, just put my own preaching on. (laughs) But you know why? God wants you to open your mouth. Other people can pray for you. Other people can prophesy over you. But what are you saying about you? Nobody else's voice registers more on your own spirit than your own voice. (laughs) Say, I'm a winner. 
I'm a champion. I can't go under for going over. I'm an overcomer. That means I come up over. Say, I always triumph. I always win. <laughs> always is win. Always, all the times. Always, always, always. Always. There's never a time. There's never a situation, a circumstance you can't get out of. Every time you step into the ring, you've already won. Doesn't mean you're not going to have a challenger. But Jesus already whipped the devil for you. And he gave you the keys. He didn't keep them for himself. He gave you the name. Say the name of Jesus. He gave you the blood of Jesus. You know, say this with me. Say the blood has been applied. I will not be denied. God is on my side. Let's say that again. The blood has been applied. God is on my side. I will not be denied. I enter into the rest. And I know that I am blessed. Hallelujah. Siobhan, stand up and come over here, right here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you for the quickening power. Thank you for the holy, 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 holy ghost. You're getting new wineskins. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're a wonderful vessel. You've been a great vessel, but there's more to pour. More to pour. More to pour. More to pour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More, 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 more to pour. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Say, I always triumph. I always win. Welcome to the best year of your life. Your best blessings are ahead of you. They're not behind you. You're not too old and you're not too fat. Ask me how I know. Don't doubt in your heart, but believe that those things which you say shall come to pass. And you will have whatever you sayeth, not even prayeth. It's what you're saying, not what you're praying. You're praying and you're saying have to agree. You say something in faith one time in church in a prayer with pastor and you leave the church. You're 15 minutes in line at, uh, you know, Chick-fil-A's clothes. You're mad about it. So you're in line at Wendy's and they get your order wrong. And now you're out of faith. <laughs> it's easy to be in faith in here. Everybody believes like you, talks like you for the most part. 
And most Christians think, uh, you know, believe what you say in church and you'll have it. It's not just what you say in church. It's what you say at the house. It's what you say in the car. Believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He's going to have whatever he saith. Therefore, I say unto you, whatsoever things you desire. Don't limit yourself to me. Don't limit yourself to what you've seen other people do. God wants you to be a barrier breaker. Faith, the spirit of faith will give you a pioneering spirit. You'll go places no one else has ever been. You'll do things no one else has ever done. You'll do them in ways they've never been done before because you have a spirit of faith. Well, you don't understand my mom and my dad and my greasy granny. Quit all that. Some of y'all been saved too long. I can already tell. Say, I am a victor. I'm not a victim. Say, I cannot be defeated. And I will not quit. Some of you start good. You good starters, but you ain't a finisher. Say, I'm a finisher. Joshua got instruction that the priests and the people should walk around the city how many times? Not two. Some of you come to church one week, two weeks. Then we don't see you for like till after summer break. Be a finisher. You want God to be faithful to you, but are you faithful to him? A lot of you abort your answer because you're not faithful. That was good right there. Verse 25. When you stand praying. You know there's another scripture that says. Having done all to stand to stand. Well when do I quit standing? You don't get to quit standing. Unless you're sitting. Because you've been seated with him in heavenly places in Christ. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion. But when you're not standing, you should be sitting. And when you sit, it's because you've entered into the rest of faith. Faith is a rest. It's not a stress. God's the performer, Shavon. You're not the performer. The woman of God, I believe her name was Mary. And the Bible says, he performs the thing that is appointed for me. And many such things are with him. I don't know what you need from God. But you're not the performer. God is the performer. He will perform the thing that is appointed for you. For you. Tailor made for you. I don't know what brought you here. I don't know why you're here today. But God's got a miracle for you. Stand up to your feet and come right here, brother. On the third row. You know I'm talking to you. I told you I was waiting for you all weekend. Come stand right here. Put your hands up. 
Hallelujah. I know you need a miracle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. You know, faith provokes the hand of God. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. Be healed in Jesus' name. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Every spirit of infirmity that's dogged you in your family. No more. No more. No more. Ha ha. Joy, joy. Ha ha. If you knew you were healed, you'd get happy. Ha ha. Hallelujah. Ha ha. Ha ha. Laugh. Go ha ha. Ha ha. Let me help you with that. Put it together. Ha 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. There it is. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha. Laughter does good like a medicine. Take your medicine. Take your medicine. Ha, 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 ha. Say ha, ha. What are you laughing at? You're laughing at the devil. Ha, 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 Laugh. Ha, ha. You don't laugh enough. Ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Well, she's just doing that. That's right, I am. You're quick. Ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. If you have a hard time laughing, sometimes you got to stir it up. Ha, ha. Ha, ha. Ha, ha. Uh, Evangelist Chris is going to come laugh with you. Come on. Ha, ha. Ha ha, put your hand on his belly. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. The devil thought he was gonna do a number on you. Ha 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 ha. He who sits in the heavens laughs. Ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. You know, sometimes I just put ha, ha, ha to Jesus loves me. This I know. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Because he loves us, he heals us. Ha, 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 ha. See, he finally got it. Took him a few days. But I'm telling you what, I'm not an English professor, but if you put it all together, it'll start coming out of your belly. Ha, 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 ha. Depression is a devil. And you don't have to yield to that. If you will yield to the greater one. Say the greater one lives in me. He dwells in me. I'm not trying to get free. I am free. I'm not trying to get healed. I am healed. 
that healing flow is in you. But when you have unforgiveness, it blocks it. When you got trash in your well, it blocks it. You try to laugh and you can't because you're mad. Because you're mean. Ha, 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 ha. God uses the foolish things to confound the wise. He who sits in the heavens laughs. He who sits in the heavens laughs. He who sits in the heavens laughs. You know, Brother Hagen wanted to buy a house that they were renting one time. So he traveled so much, he and his wife used to write letters to each other every day. So he wrote Miss Aretha. Say Aretha. He wrote Miss Aretha and he said, I was praying in the Holy Ghost and the Spirit of God said, the couple who were renting the house from, they're going to sell the house to them. Talk to them and tell them I'm going to be coming back through Garland. That's a suburb of Dallas. And I want to meet them for lunch. And she said, okay. She said, you know, but they already told me somebody else about asked about buying this house and they told me they didn't want to sell it she wrote that back to him and he said they want to sell it they just don't know it yet <laughs> three times they met with them all three times the people said no then after the third time he met with them again and when they met she could barely even, the wife could barely contain herself. She said, you know, I could barely sleep all night for just for knowing that that house is yours. And if we don't sell it to you, I can't sleep. And he said, I've been knowing that for a long time. When do you want to sign the papers? <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Y'all deep sheep up in here, I see. No, you've got a graduate degree in faith. Faith laughs at impossibilities. Faith laughs when the walls are still standing. Faith has a sound. When you start laughing, the devil knows he ain't winning. See, she got it. When you gonna get it? When you gonna get it? See, a lot of times you're waiting for the Holy Ghost to take you over and make you dance, or the Holy Ghost to take you over and make you dance. The Holy Ghost to take you over and make you speak in tongues. The Holy Ghost to take you over and make you laugh. No, you do it. Sometimes you laugh and cry, all of it. <laughs> Pastor Adonica was like that the first time. The joy hit her. She said she was on all fours. <laughs> laughing, crying, crying, and laughing. But you need to laugh. You need to laugh too. 
Look at me. You really need to laugh. <laughs> like for reals. <laughs> Bro, why aren't you smiling? <laughs> Did you come today to get your miracle? Yes or no? Yeah. Then you should look happier than you do right now. Ha ha. Ha ha. Well, what if I go to the doctor on Monday and I get a bad report? I already got a report, boo. I got a more sure word of prophecy. I got a prescription. God's word is a medicine. And if you'll take a scripture from the word of God, like 1 Peter 2, 25, 1 Peter 2. What's it say? By whose stripes we are healed. You're more faithful about keeping your doctor's appointment. Take your medicine three times a day. But if you'll take a scripture like 1 Peter 2.24 and take it and eat it. Meditate it. Take your dose. Take your daily dose of the Holy Ghost. Take your medicine. And I can tell when you come to church, some of you haven't been taking your medicine. You look cranky. <laughs> Laughter does good like a... There's a song that says, the devil thought he had me bound, but Jesus set me free. The devil thought he had me bound, but Jesus set me free. The devil thought he had me bound, but Jesus set me free. Singing glory, hallelujah, Jesus set me free. That's a Holy Ghost song. You know, most Holy Ghost songs are very repetitious. See, David, you got that song right then. The devil thought he had me bound, but Jesus set me free. The devil thought he had you bound, but Jesus set you free. The devil thought he had you bound, but Jesus set you free. Glory, hallelujah. Jesus set me free. If you need a healing or you need a, a miracle in your body, jump up. Jump up and run up here to me. Come on up here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The devil thought he had me bound, but Jesus set me free. The devil thought he had me bound. But Jesus set me free. The devil thought he had me bound. Oh, Jesus set me free. Singing glory, hallelujah. Jesus set me free. Ha ha. The devil thought he had me bound. But Jesus set me free. The devil thought he had me bound. But Jesus set me free. The devil thought he had me bound, but Jesus set me free. Singing glory, hallelujah, Jesus set me free. When your joy comes upon me, all that I